Voice of Truth Radio Show. I'm your host, State Senator Mike Azinger, accompanied by my co-host, Pastor Brian Leversee of Fellowship Baptist Church. We're the only show in America, folks, where you will experience a fusion of church and state. So we'll be talking about uh, culture, history, current events, bringing in that biblical perspective as much as we can. That's the foundation of the show. That's the foundation of what we believe. And we air Thursdays at 5, Saturdays at 3 o'clock, podcast, Voice of Truth with Mike Azinger. And um, next week, Pastor, you won't be here. Week after that, you won't be here. Uh, probation. You Did know, you fire but, me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm trying to do it slowly, well, a couple of weeks at a time. But we'll have uh, Mark Dowler in with us. and He's a uh, good guy. He is I, a good I like, guy. I like Billy um, Mark. Speaking of bailing out, I've only had to bail him out like two or three times. Uh, that's not bad. Life. That's no. that's a quality individual. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good guy. He's Tim Dowler's father, and I've known Mark for 30 years, and I've known Tim since he was a little tyke. Um, but he's a grown tyke with his own family <laughs> now. He's sitting right here in the corner. He'll be. He's going to be on the show with us, too. Uh, he's going to. He's going to pipe in some wisdom every once in a while. That's how he operates, Pastor. He's not like, he doesn't like take over the show, but every once in a while when there's a couple seconds of silence, boom, boom, it's, uh, it's, it's good. <laughs> it's good stuff. All right. So, um, we're going to be having uh, Mark Dowler next couple of weeks. And then October 5th, um, Bill Federer. We've been looking forward to having him. Yeah, so we tried to have him, and then I ended up in the hospital. We couldn't have him, and um, uh, he's a patient guy, good, good guy, and he will be fascinating. He's one of those guys. He's like David Barton. All you do is wind him up and <laughs> let him go. A mic he will go. talk incessantly for. He's like you. <laughs> He'll talk incessantly for forty-five minutes, uh, even without a pulpit in front of him. There you go. He and he's just um, nonstop fascinating. I, I I preached at a local church here a couple weeks ago, and I used his book, one of his books on um, on where the law came from, which of course um, the original colonies took. The law from the Ten Commandments, from the Pentateuch, mm-hmm. you know, five book. They took it from the Bible, mm-hmm. and uh, um, so I just used like a couple paragraphs. Lasted a whole sermon. Now, mm-hmm. okay, so don't no smart remarks. I know <laughs> oh, you want to get me back, <laughs> aren't you? So, uh, but it, he's he's really good. So we'll have him on October five. He's agreed. We're uh, you'll be back. I wanted to I'll make sure you were here, and. Um, uh, so tune in next two weeks with Mark Dowler, and then the week after that is uh, Bill Federer. Uh, he uh, just just a quick story on on Bill. He's he's got uh, many many books out, and I was with him at a conference back in on, on the day Roe v. Wade was overturned down in uh, Branson that I've talked about several times. He spoke there, and uh, so I had him on my radio show when I was in. 
uh, Indiana in the Chicago area uh, several times. And uh, so I bought a couple of his books, got him to autograph them. We'll give a couple of those away. I don't know how we're going to do that yet. We got to come up with a good plan for we'll, that. We'll figure something. Tim's. Out. We'll lock him in a room and make him think up some ideas. <laughs> he's, got that big, he's got that big brain. He'll be able to do that. So we'll give a couple of his books away. His, his books are great, and everyone should read his books. Like uh, you know, David Barton stuff, Stephen McDowell stuff. Uh, this is the, the. These are the truths that Americans don't know, which is why uh, we're seeing cities burn down mm. because Americans don't know our history and our history's God. Right. And um, if if Americans knew that, they wouldn't burn cities down. Ah, okay, so what happened over the weekend in Charleston? I'm giving a, a legislative update. We passed an abortion bill, an anti-abortion bill. Finally got it through. That's great. And we failed in July when we were interims down there, had special session down there in July, and couldn't come together. And um, I'm in the Senate, and I think it was basically our fault that it didn't happen <laughs> i'm blaming other senators i refuse first you're just on. like blaming you for a lot of stuff so i mean that works you're for me because <laughs> i got you really hurt i'm looking for my shots now <laughs> i know you are and i can see it in your eyes yeah you're about to i all, been doing this all the material i have in my head is gone i'm just looking for shots now that's it <laughs> he t- uh, you, you you never have notes no, I well, I I have a few on my yeah, phone a little bit here. I, so I, I, if you saw me, I, this is actually a a uh, kind of a truncated day in terms of all my material. But I, I've always got all these papers around me, and and uh, Pastor makes me bitter. <laughs> all right, so uh, we passed a pro-life bill, anti-abortion bill. Mm. Uh, so a little a little history uh, when Roe v. Wade over was overturned on June twenty four. Uh, West Virginia went immediately back to the law that was already on the books from 1849 that we uh, we appropriated from when we were part of this uh, part of Virginia, and it was a very strong law, and uh, it's in the courts right now, and the Supreme Court could potentially have said, "Look, we're going to uh, go back to that law," but. We don't have enough faith in the Supreme Court right. and its votes and its courage right now. So we went ahead and passed this law, this uh, bill that passed. Uh, we finally came together. There were some key players, uh, a, a guy named uh, Pat McGeehan, who uh, I sat with for two years when I was in the House and became very good friends with him. We still call a lot. We talked a lot over the weekend. But he took the bull by the horns, Pastor, mm. and uh, he he connected with. Uh, I gave him. He called me. He said, hey, I need some names of senators that that. Uh, so coming from the other side, you know, there's that. It's like when your parents tell you to do something, you right. don't do it. But when someone else tells you, you, okay. you know, <laughs> right? That's how that. It's like my son who's in the army. He didn't listen to us for 18 years, but his drill sergeant he listens to. So McGeehan, who actually is a. Uh, uh, Air Force Academy graduate and uh, uh, war veteran, um, he just he just handled it, and he he talked to some of the key uh, some of the senators and one of the key senators who who were who just you know weren't coming to the table, found out what their issues were, and we came out we we came out with a strong bill. It has rape and incest exceptions, but this still 
will get rid of 99% of the abortions in West Virginia. It's fantastic. 99%. So essentially, West Virginia is, again, because uh, the court, the court, when the court came in, okay, on the day Roe v. Wade was overturned, June 24th, the, the, the one abortion mill in the state shut down right. in Charleston. No abortions. And for 19 days, it was shut down. The court came in and said, we're going to hear this case. You know, we're going to, we're going to, uh, we're going to look at this law from 1849. That's what they're doing. And meanwhile, the abortion mill can open up. So it's been open. So this bill, um, if you take away 99% of the abortions mm-hmm. at this uh, abortion mill, they, they can't survive. Right. Right now, oh, we don't do. Uh, we do other things, of course, uh, not <laughs> right, just abortions. Sure. Okay, we'll see how right. well they do. Yeah. when ninety nine percent of their abortions are taken away. Yeah. So praise God, this was uh, it passed uh, twenty four to seven in the Senate. We had one Republican who voted no on it, and his 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 argument was that um, I can't vote for a bill. That even has rape and incest. Mm. So he's coming from the far right. He's a good guy, yeah. and uh, his argument is, you know, it's 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 hard to argue with that, right? Except that we, if, if we have an opportunity to get rid of to clamp it down, all as these, much, yep. we're doing it. Yeah. Um, the House, seventy-eight to seventeen. Wow. There was one Republican who voted against the bill. <laughs> and uh, other than that, it was it was party line and overwhelming. Um, the if you have if you get the Parkersburg News and Sentinel, you'll see at the top of the page uh, Berkshire Hathaway. There's a big there's a big uh, Berkshire Hathaway who's uh, what's his name company. Who, who is that, Tim? Uh, Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett. Is uh, starting a couple, uh, b- building a couple of companies, plants down in Jackson hmm. or in Ravenswood. So it's a big deal, except that I'm not that excited. It, it, it's it's uh, uh, wind and solar oh. stuff, which <laughs> means that the taxpayers will be subsidizing it because right. that's the only way that it survives. But part of it is good. So anyway, that's the top of the page. Then top of the fold. Then right below that is a picture of. Kayla Kessinger speaking on the House floor. Kayla, we had on the show, oh, back, when was that? Oh, a couple months ago now. Yeah, so that was, yeah. that was right before Roe v. Yeah. Wade, right? Yes, we were and, talking about it, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Kayla's a, a great speaker, uh, just a young gal. Her story of how she ended up in the House of Delegates, uh, she, she, she was one of the five youngest uh, state representatives in the country. Mm. When she first got elected, and somebody pulled up to her house, called her, said, "Look, we need somebody to fill this spot, to run for this spot," and they fi- she filed like I think hours before the deadline wow. and won. It's amazing. <laughs> and this was uh, this was the year we took over the house. Uh, the same year I got elected, I got elected with her, served with her for two years. Um, so. Anyway, after 47 days of being paused, the West Virginia legislature passed an updated abortion ban with limited exceptions on Tuesday. So this is Stephen Allen Adams, who writes a lot of stuff mm-hmm. uh, 
statewide. He's he's actually a Williamstown boy. Um, Wood County, anyway. Republicans in the House of Delegates and State Senate came together on a compromise to House Bill 302, clarifying West Virginia's abortion laws. The Senate passed the bill 22 to 7. I was wrong on that. The House passed it 78 to 17. And uh, so it goes to Justice's desk. He'll sign it. And uh, we will have abortion all but outlawed in the state of West Virginia. How about that? Praise God for that. And we are the second state. I saw uh, saw a story somewhere. We're the second state to come in and do this. Um, So there will be more. But, um, man, it's exciting. It's exciting to be a part of this. But you know what? Uh, uh, I, was, I was walking in w- to the Capitol yesterday morning, and um, there's a guy sitting on the bench with this little sign next to him. And he's a guy that is from Kanawha County, where the abortion mill is. It's in Charleston. And uh, he had a little sign with him protesting abortion. So the two, my two buddies and I stopped and talked to him. And um, uh, we told him, you know, we think it's going to pass. We, it should be fine. We should be good. And he said, thank you guys for standing up for life. Mm. And I said to him, no, thank you. Yeah. And my two other buddies said the same thing. He's the guy that showed up at the abortion yeah. mill all these years. I don't deserve to shine his shoes. Mm. And, and you know, uh, when we all stand before God, it's kind of— And you know what he did, Pastor? He started crying. Hmm. Isn't that awesome? He was invested in that. Yes. He was just faithful. Yeah. There he was sitting on that bench yep. and, and catching senators coming into— uh, and he knew he knew who we were. Mm-hmm. I mean, he pays attention, and uh, uh, you know it, it, it's a it's a great picture of of the judgment seat. I think where we'll be surprised. I think right. to see who really gets yeah. credit. So we walked in, we pushed a button and voted. We made some speeches, but how many thousands and hundreds of thousands and millions of people have been? Shoe leather, yes, on their knees praying, working like crazy to get Roe v. Wade overturned. I mean, here's this man with this sign working on people's consciences over and over and over again as they have to come in and face the fact that, you know what? If I'm making decisions where I'm allowing abortion to take place in my state, I'm murdering babies. (laughs) And they have to see that every single time they go in and out of that voting place. And, um, you know, that's... That's dedication to be able to sit there and do that and, and take the berating of other people around you yeah. and the chiding of other people around you. And, and that's just a, a little slice of what he's done because yeah. he, he's one of those guys down there. Uh, I have another friend, uh, Denny Westover, he and his wife Gail are uh, faithful hmm. to going to that abortion uh, place and, and uh, t- trying to talk these girls out of having an abortion. Yeah. Well, this guy knew him. He does the same thing, and he's been doing it for years. And, and there he was. He's just sitting on a bench, and there's a there's a, a, a couple of Democrats crossed over and voted for it also. Glenn Jeffries, and, who goes to church with him, hmm. who doesn't generally vote for pro, pro-life bills, and a guy named Mike Wolfel, who's a Catholic boy down in Cabell County, who's a good guy. Hmm. 
and he came over with us also. But Glenn Jeffries um, is a good guy also. I, I, I like him a lot, uh, even though he's he, he's a uh, you know he's a believer. I, I think you know I believe he knows the Lord, mm-hmm. and I think that this guy this guy said yeah he came by and I talked to him and and uh, he he may have swayed him to come across and, and vote yes because. Mm-hmm. Glenn got up and made a speech, and uh, I thought, is he going to come over with us or not? And sure enough, he did. So, um, you know, we're a small state preacher, but but God doesn't need a big state right. to, you know. We're just a little West Virginia. Um, but it's, it's so exciting to, to see um, to see people that love Jesus— Hmm. Uh, stand up and vote the right way, and some that don't. Some that you know, hey, you know, some people voted because you know it's election time, and right. but you know what? A lot of people voted, and a lot of people had tears in their eyes. I think when it happened, yeah. But um, uh, and, and elections matter. They do. Do elections matter? Elections matter. I I don't mean to get on my soapbox and be a politician here, but when you vote. And by the way, the guy that voted, it's, you can't all, you know, I think the, the, the Republican who voted no in the House, uh, I think he was endorsed by West Virginians for Life. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not, don't hold me to that. I don't know that for sure. But my guess is that he, he was. But 99% of the time, if that endorsement is there, you can vote for them. Right. You know, if they're endorsed by the NRA or Gun Owners of America, most of the time you can you can. Uh, feel confident that that's a good vote, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, not many politicians talk about the Lord, but you can you can kind of see around the edges, see what they say, how they vote, who's endorsing them, and find out how they're going to vote. So, yeah. twenty-two senators voted to outlaw abortion in West Virginia, and seventy-eight uh, House members did, and. Um, you know, all but two of those um, 100, so there's 100 that voted for it, two, uh, two, 100 Republicans that voted for the pro-life bill, two Republicans that voted no. So that's a pretty good percentage. Yeah. And I don't mean to be political on here uh, with the R&D thing, but, but look for that pro-life endorsement. Look for that NRA endorsement. Look for the low-tax endorsement from mm-hmm. whoever, you know. But um, elections matter. Amen. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're going to cut out of this, uh, come back, maybe chat a, one more minute or two about the uh, abortion situation. And then we are going to talk in the next coming segments. There's some uh, great Black Lives Matter story. Another one of their guys uh, got in a little trouble and kiped some money. Yeah. There's only $10 million. <laughs> That's nothing. Come on. <laughs> we need to start a BLM here or something like that. How about, uh, how about uh, Voice of Truth LM and have people give us millions of dollars, buy a house on Hilton Head Island or something. Yeah, we would That's what they do at BLM. You know, they take that money and run. That's, what, that's the great thing about being a Marxist. You don't have to believe in God. and You can make yeah. your own rules. You can sear your conscience completely and then just kind of go after it. All right, you're listening to the Voice of Truth radio show. We'll be back. Don't go away.
Welcome back to the Voice of Truth radio show. I'm your host, State Senator Mike Azinger, with my co-host, Pastor Brian Leversey. And we are the only show in America where you will experience the fusion of church and state. So we're talking uh, a little state (laughs) this morning because we passed passed a pro-life, anti-abortion bill in the legislature over the weekend, and because of some great, uh, great legislators like Roger Conley, mm. who who goes Absolutely. to church uh, where you where you are, and I go to church where you are, and uh, Roger Conley, um, we talked often too, and boy, um, he's he's a great delegate. I don't mean to just bring up one guy, except that he's hardcore, yeah. and he's faithful to truth. That's right. Um, and he was right in there with everybody else, uh, making sure this this bill that gets rid of 99% of the abortions in West Virginia that uh, passed and is going to be signed by the governor, and that will be law in the state of West Virginia. You know, and I think that what people don't realize is that when we vote according to the word of God. And, and again, I know we were talking that about the tendencies of certain parties to vote certain ways and, and how you can look for who to vote for. But but honestly, you want to vote for people that are matching their platform up as close as possible with the principles of God's word. Because, mm. you know, we're voting blessings back into our state. We're voting blessings back into our country. You know, people think they can legislate their way to blessings like eliminate god and we'll do what's convenient for us so you know we'll abort babies and we will um you know put people on the dole for the state and you know we will advance power because we're the smartest guys in the room and we'll tell people how to live and and then people are in control well you know i don't want to live in a place where people are in control i want to live in a place where god is in control I want the blessings of God in my life. And, you know, throughout history and in, in the Bible, God spoke to nations and he spoke to specifically his people about how you can be blessed by God. And, you know, I know this doesn't directly apply to the church, but I think it's a principle that applies across the board to society. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and turn from their wicked ways, I will heal their land. I think this is a big step that we could be seeing and turning from our wicked ways, you know. So and you're I, saying abortion is a wicked I'm way. I'm saying it's a very wicked way. Sure and is. any state, I think, that is going to put on the books laws that basically eliminate this wicked way, hmm. I think we can anticipate and expect the blessings of God. You wow. know, you, you know, if, if your state's struggling, don't, don't run to wickedness yeah. to solve the problem. You know, turn to God, Mm -hmm. and I'm just, I'm excited for West Virginia. I'm excited to live in this state. I'm Mm -hmm. excited to be part of a a culture uh, that's willing to stand up and say, no, we want this wicked way out of our state, and I want to be in a place that God has the the potential to bless as a result of that. Mm -hmm. I think that is a wonderful point that that you just made, and, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll look for those. We'll look for those blessings. There's a, you know, uh, when Cain killed Abel, God said his blood cries up from the ground. Yeah. So we've killed in, a, in America uh, 63 million babies. Oh, man. And West Virginia has killed its share also. Um, but, uh, you know, I, whenever I think of of 
how sinners like me can really, really mess up and be really, really wicked. I think of Ahab. Mm, yeah. Because when Ahab messed up, God sent the prophet. Yeah. Who would that prophet have been? Uh, you, it's either Elijah or Elisha. Yes. <laughs> I always well, get this. They, yeah, they was like, come on, let's name them a little bit more differently. Yeah, it's so thing. it's easy to pop up in your mind. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, uh, so it was either Elijah or Elisha. And uh, Ahab was a, he was a wicked king. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, he wasn't as bad as Jezebel, his <laughs> wife, but he was a he was a wicked king. Mm-hmm. And when God sent the prophet, the Bible says Ahab repented in sackcloth and ashes. Mm-hmm. And you know what God did? God said to the prophet, "Look, look, look at Ahab. Mm-hmm. Look what he's doing. Mm-hmm. That wicked Ahab is repenting in." Sackcloth and ashes. Mm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bring judgment on him. Yeah. I'm gonna pass it on to. I think the next generation. Yeah. But well, think about Nineveh. God said, but God can't resist repentance, right? And humility, yeah. can he? No, he cannot. Nineveh. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. I mean, what? How, what wickedness goes on in there? I well, mean, you well, think there was? Well, think about Sodom and Gomorrah. If there were just ten righteous, if oh, there would have been goodness. ten people yeah. who would have repented, not even just the whole yeah. city. But if there were ten people who repented, that's that's how that's how much God wants to forgive. Yeah, Abraham couldn't find ten. Mm. That's how thoroughly or and he had family in there. <laughs> he couldn't find ten. Yeah, right. <laughs> and uh, some of them mocked him, and one turned to salt. Yeah, because she looked back. Yeah, and I, you know, sometimes I wonder. I think I may have looked back. <laughs> you know, when you live in a place like mm-hmm. that, and that was part of your it shows. Uh, you know how how uh, you got to be careful. What you let your family do, and Lot right. wasn't careful with that. Yeah. So, anyway, but a, a, a great day, uh, a great a great day in West Virginia to uh, to see uh, abortion outlawed, abortion outlawed in West Virginia, and other states are doing the same thing. Mm. Other states are Ohio across yeah. the river. Look, they they their abortion law isn't as strong of, as ours, but they have a, they have a, the heartbeat bill. Mm-hmm. And once there's a heartbeat detected, boom, yep. hands off. You can't touch. And so perhaps they'll get closer and closer to uh, to conception. Um, but like even even the rape and incest exceptions that we have, it has to be it has to be uh, before eight weeks for a child and fourteen weeks for an adult, and that might be the other way around. So all right, so we're gonna move on here. I got a great story about. Black Lives Matter, which is a on their own website, said Pastor, they hate the family yeah. and uh, uh, we like Marxism. This, this is not a good organization. No, they're, this, they're 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 not about justice and trying to uh, you know meet love out to your culture or society. That's not what they're about. Yes, correct. So, they're one of the founders. <laughs> One of their founders, Pastor, already got busted for, which I don't think busted is a word, (laughs) but already got, it's a great, but it has a great feel to it. Already got busted for taking millions of dollars. Now, here's another story. BLM executive accused of, BLM executive, that's kind of an oxymoron. Do you you think they have actually, uh, all right. BLM executive accused of siphoning $10 million from donors. Yeah. So here's the thing to do. We were talking about this off air, but um, 
find an organization that doesn't believe in God or absolutes, join it, and then you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Take the money. Hey, what are they going to say about it? What? Why should anyone at BLM have a problem with him yeah. take, his taking the money? Because, uh, look, Madeline Murray O'Hare, do you know who killed? She was killed in a brutal way, I think, with mm-hmm. one of her daughters. Uh, don't mean to be crude here. Cut up and put into a barrel buried on a farm somewhere. Wow. Uh, she was evil. She was. A, she was. A, but I think something happened to her. Hmm. But uh, she talks about a fight she had with her dad. She pulled a knife. I just want you know. There's something going on with her mm-hmm. family growing up. So there's you know mercy to be given to everybody. Mm-hmm. And uh, but she was very wicked. She hated God, and she's uh, uh, at least partially responsible for the Bible and prayer taken out of the mm-hmm. schools. But who murdered her? Who killed her? One of her employees. Wow. Who took a, who wanted to, who took a bunch of money, and and why should she get upset about that? Why should anyone, any of those atheists, get upset? All he was doing is living out his worldview. Right. right? Yep. I mean, if you want to bo- if you want to believe in absolutes and believe in thou shalt not kill, you can do that. But you got to borrow the Christian mm-hmm. worldview. That's the only place yep. that absolutes happen. Yeah. Right, the Bible says that this is one of the greatest parts of the Old Testament. I love, but uh, uh, the, the, God said to to uh, Moses and and uh, the Israelites, the nations that surround you will be in all. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing, but will be in all of you because of your law. Right, all 613 of those. Pieces of law that God passed down, the Ten Commandments, the Pentateuch, and you know better than I do the specifics of it. But but uh, uh, the law that God gave to Israel is the law that every nation should go by, at least, I guess, not the ceremonial stuff. And all right, that's all been right. done away with. But in terms of in terms of the law, but but this is the thing, and and. and the law is 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 too big. The law is too big, right? Ours? You, you, you mean? Uh, well, any or, law. Oh. Law is a schoolmaster to bring us yeah, under Christ, right? Yeah. So it's too weighty. You can't mm. you can't you can't filter all of that law into something. So so God condensed it down. Jesus condensed it down, and He said this: This is the law. This is all the law and the prophets. Mm. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, and love your neighbor as yourself. Yes. And in that is the entire law. You don't have to worry about rape and murder yeah. and stealing and putting out some organization that you're lying and telling people you're helping them when really you're just pilfering money from them. Right. Um, when you truly love God, that's your moral grounding. That is your absolutes. That is your filling of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. When you love others as yourself, uh, that eliminates the adultery and the covetousness and because you want... What's best for your fellow man? You want to fix the public school system? Teach those two laws laws. in every school in America, and you're not. I mean, we still have the fallen nature, but you're fixing 99% of the problems by teaching kids. I said that on the Senate floor one time. Hmm. Teach the kids um, to love God and to love their neighbor as themselves. Done. Yep. Finished. The bull- bullying problem. Everybody <laughs> yeah. bully this, bully that. Teach them to love God and love their neighbor. That's it. Now, some 
of us are going to disobey. All of us will disobey that mm-hmm. law to some point. But then but get called out on it. If that's the law you're going by, hey, you're not really yeah. loving your neighbor the way you need to. You're not loving yeah. God the way you need to. There but, you go. All right, so I just want to bring that up, the BLM executive. <laughs> he's an executive. He uh, siphoned off $10 million bucks. So I'm going to send him a fundraising letter. <laughs> I wonder if he'd do uh, uh, he wouldn't. He wouldn't send. Oh, okay. So we got some great stuff coming up in the next hour. I think we got some education stuff, and I don't know what else. I got to find my list. But you're listening to the Voice of Truth Radio Show, which means it's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. And we'll be back right after this. Back to the Voice of Truth radio show. I'm your host, State Senator Mike Azinger, with my co-host, Pastor Brian Leversey. And we are uh, living on the the, uh, excitement uh, from the weekend where we passed a pro-life bill outlawing abortion in West Virginia. If you haven't heard, it was on the front page of the Parkersburg News and Sentinel. I think I may be their last subscriber. <laughs> Does anyone get them? <laughs> they've uh, I've gotten them for years, but they've just taken a hard left turn, and it's just really getting harder and harder to <laughs> subscribe to. Yeah. However, they have Kayla Kessinger, who was a guest on our show uh, several months ago. She's a picture of her giving a speech. She's really a good speaker. She's been, she's all her life, she's been speaking at these little pro-life things. So Hmm. she's been training since she's a little baby. (laughs) Her parents are Christians. I think her dad's like a part-time pastor or, uh, um, but she comes from a good home. She's a sweet gal and she's, uh, She's on the front page, but we passed a bill that will outlaw 99% of the abortions in West Virginia, and we'll be back to go after that other 1%. Mm, That's right. We aren't giving up. Learn that lesson from the left. But we took some really good ground. Took, golly, nuts. It's just hard to believe. You know, you think about it 10 years ago, Pastor. uh, I would never have, I I mean, I, I would never have thought that a day would come in America, June 24, where we overturned Roe v. Yeah. Wade, I never thought, I didn't have the faith. I just didn't. And then, uh, so that filters down. That says, Roe v. Wade said to the states, look, we're, uh, the federal government has no business mm-hmm. here. We have no interest here. The states, mm-hmm. you states do it. Should have been done, should never have happened. Roe mm-hmm. v. Wade should never have happened. Mm-hmm. All that blood, of the, all those babies should never have happened. God help us. Yeah. And uh, but it did, and so the states that want to stand before God, saying that we'll protect the image of God on yeah. these babies that you talk about, you may just may, maybe take a minute, Pastor. Remember you talked about how God puts His image hmm. on each one of us and what that means. Uh, you know, we we didn't talk I think, about this. I before, think it's but. a lot more. Um, easy to understand from the negative aspect of it now because we see how ferociously the enemy's trying to rip that image away from humanity. And it's through desecrating the womb and and saying this is not life that exceeds all the life that's on earth, that that man is not the capstone of God's creation, that that this is just some kind of 
fetal tissue in the womb and you're ripping away all of the intention and all of the all of the design and desire that God has on each person that he stamped his image on. And then when when babies are born, the enemy doesn't cease his attack. The enemy then lies to God's creation and says, "No, you're not made special by God with purpose and calling and identity." And so we're going to shape you in our own image. And they begin to cut and slice and medicate and say, this isn't who you are. And sow those seeds of confusion and doubt and misery in people's hearts and minds. And and now you've got kids who are even being encouraged to defy parents and go on their own and take hormone medications and stop the work of God in their bodies that he's created to be done. And get surgeries and and try to find identity outside of God's image. And you can't find meaningful identity outside of the image of God, the creator of the universe who stamped himself on mankind and said, you're special. You mean something. You have calling. You have purpose. Come to me. I know you're weary. I know you're heavy laden, but I will give you rest. And and the world doesn't want people to find their rest in Jesus. The world doesn't want people to find their rest in God. And so they cut and they slice and they dice and they medicate mm-hmm. and they think, we'll give you a different identity, and it's garbage. Yeah. Uh, I was just thinking, as you were talking there, uh, uh, all these protesters down at the Capitol during this whole uh, these, uh, these abortion d- uh, bill days over the weekend— so we had a special session started Monday, ended Tuesday, and, and you had uh, there was probably a hundred people outside the governor's mansion, just screaming and yelling, and some of these had to be dragged out of the uh, house. They had to just drag them out. I mean, pick them up and yeah. carry them out. And we had several in the Senate that got kicked out, um, but they too, they too were made in the image of God. They were. They too have a fingerprint. That is unlike any other mm-hmm. fingerprint in the world. If you don't believe in God, that alone, mm. that alone should convince you of of the love of God. Mm. And if that doesn't, your puppy sh- should, right? Yeah, right? Because you ever come home and your puppy's not <laughs> glad to see you? That's God. So, so what does that say about, that say about cats? So <laughs> cats are not of God. All right, men can get pregnant, claims a uh, claim stunning percentage of Democrat voters. A new poll shows that nearly one-fourth of the members of the party of Barack Obama, Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and so on, believe that men can get pregnant. Wow. <laughs> a that just kind of stops you dead in your tracks, yeah, just that. It's just like, okay, it's over. Let's just turn the lights out. <laughs> so it's not over, though. A commentary at PJ Media took no prisoners in its response, writing, obviously the overwhelming majority of Americans do not think men can get pregnant. That would be all of us in the room. We yeah, don't think that. No. Nor do they believe unicorns are real or that pigs can fly. But when you put blithering idiots in ideological nutcases in charge of regulating language, strange things can happen, says PJ Media. It is the Daily Wire that reported on the results of a new poll from WPA Intelligence <clears throat> from August 22 through the 25th. That's when the poll took place. That found 22% of Democrats agreed with this statement. Some men can get pregnant. Mm-hmm. It's called indoctrination and brainwashing. Mm-hmm. Further... It gets worse. 
<laughs> we need seat belts on these chairs so we can mm-hmm. buckle them from time to time. Further, a whopping 36% of white college-educated female Democrats concurred, the report said. 36% of this demographic, white college-educated female Democrats, who are being indoctrinated somewhere, sometime, either at the university or before, and uh, they're being told that men can get pregnant. Mm-hmm. Some men... I mean, you know, these non-binary that that are transitioning, that's who they're talking about, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, 36% say, yeah, they can, they can, 36% of this demographic, white college educated, college educated, yeah. female Democrats say that 36%, uh, 36% say that men can get pregnant. Following the science, that's impossible, but under the transgender ideology— being promoted widely these days, a woman simply can say she's a man, and Democrats expect society to treat her as male, and in that situation, a man uh, can get pregnant. Overall, few Americans think men can get pregnant. That's encouraging, said Mm -hmm. WPA Managing Director Connor McGuire, but with 36% of a core Democrat Democratic constituency, college-educated white Democrat women, and one out of five Democrat voters believe this. One can see why Democrat leaders coddle the radical gender theory movement. So this this whole, and this is, in my opinion, this is this is uh, an offshoot of critical theory. Yeah, absolutely it is. Uh, and, th- and this critical theory that I just read over the, over the weekend— uh, or uh, when I was at the Capitol, an Imprimus. Do you get Imprimus? I so don't know. Everyone should get Imprimus um, out of Hillsdale College. It's a monthly uh, monthly newsletter, and it's always a speech in written form from one of the someone that goes up to Hillsdale College in Michigan and speaks. But it's never too long. It, it won't. They're always good. I don't read all of them. I used to, but I've gotten them for fifteen, twenty years. Um, but this, I should have brought it with me, but this last, uh, the, the one for, what, what month is this? September. So September's issue, I believe, could have been August, but I think it's September, is on woke, uh, our woke military, mm. including West Point. Mm-hmm. So I'm sending it, I, I know uh, a West Pointer from high school and uh, a gal who's, uh, uh, in another county that I represent, who's chairman of the county, her boy is uh, their boy is a uh, uh, West Pointer, and what's happening in uh, all the branches of the military? Mm-hmm. They're going woke. Yep, they're going Marxist. This LGBT stuff, and it's it's just it's happening everywhere, mm-hmm. and it's stunning to watch how how this this ungodly philosophy is is uh, just infesting everywhere. Well, it's all part of the same plan. that We were talking about identity, even with, you know, God's stamp of his image on us. And this is just another aspect where the devil wants to rip your identity away from you. Um, in our church, we have a starting point class for, for people who are newer in our church. And I teach it. It's about four weeks long. And... Um, it really gives an opportunity for us to connect with people who are newer in our church and 
and give them kind of our philosophy of ministry and let them know a little bit about the church. And one of the sessions I teach in that is about how, as believers, we find our identity in in the church. God has has created the church, designed the church, ordained the church in such a way that we can flesh out our identity. Mm. And the, the the church is referred to in Scripture as as two things that help us understand our identity: the bride of Christ and the body of Christ. Mm. And the reason I'm saying this is because I find Christians today who are not connected to a Bible-preaching, Bible-believing church, they're also struggling in this world of identity. They're they're also struggling with basic questions of life because our culture has gone so far off the map with this issue of identity that my urge is find, if you're a believer— Find a good Bible-preaching, Bible-believing local church that you can anchor yourself and your family in, that you can go to on a regular basis to be literally the body of Christ and the bride of Christ, to learn what your identity is in the Lord, to learn how he stamped his image in your life, to learn how to know your spiritual gifts and your callings and how to work that out and connect that to the church. Because what we find is if you're not exercising your identity in the Lord— you're starting to erode your identity, erode your identity in the world. That's why the Bible says, "Say it again." If you're not anchoring your identity in Christ in the in the local church and fleshing that out, yeah. you're eroding your identity in mm. the world. Wow. And this is what happened with Lot. We were talking about yeah. Lot before, yeah. and this is what it says about him in Scripture: that he was vexed with the filthy conversation of the world. What did the world do? It eroded away his identity. It eroded, so that he didn't even have an impact where he was. And that's what we're finding: if Christians aren't anchored in a Bible believing, Bible teaching truth-telling local church, they're getting eroded in the world. I'm not saying you can lose your salvation, but you can have your witness eroded, and you can start thinking like the world over time. And so you need to be in a place that's giving you that connection with your identity. You are the body of Christ, and you are the bride of Christ. The bride of Christ gives us our relational identity. That, that tells us why we're loved and who loves us and, and gives us that context of this is a relationship I'm in. And then the body of Christ gives us our functional identity. In, in the body of Christ, we find that we are literally the hands and feet of, of Christ here on earth and that we need to be active and engaged in his ministry and his service and in his callings. And if, if Christians aren't anchoring themselves in that, the devil's eroding them away in this world. That's why the Bible tells us, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. doesn't mean don't love people, but we don't love this world system. Right. Uh, the love of the world will, will erode away your faith. It will erode away your identity in Christ. Mm, that's good. And that's why you got men who can be pregnant, and and there's a bunch yeah. of Christians sitting around the water cooler, Kid. not saying anything about that, not saying yeah. not saying anything about it. They're just sitting there listening to scared it, scared to death. Yeah, you know, we we hide it under a bushel. Yeah, uh, and uh, so that's really good. That's, uh, all right, so let's go on to some good news mm. in the uh, culture war, which is is a. Uh, Spiritual war, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so Tennessee Tech cancels campus drag show shows for mocking God. Wow. You never hear that. No. That's as a reason. And inviting minors. So some um, biblical morality displaying itself at Tennessee Tech 
Wow. University on Thursday. So this is an article from just a couple days ago. So Thursday last week, I would say. Tennessee Tech University President Phil Oldham canceled two campus groups' future drag shows for mocking Christianity and exposing minors to explicit activity. I wonder Uh if he uh, worries about having to stand before God one day. Yeah. Because people don't seem to consider that uh, nowadays. But apparently this president, Phil Oldham of Tennessee Tech University, who uh, canceled two campus groups' future drag shows for mocking Christianity and exposing minors to explicit activity. Oldham declared that Tennessee Tech University wasn't aware of complicit or complicit of these obscene, lewd, or explicit drag shows and that what he saw disturbed and uh, disturbed and dismayed him. So uh, obscene, lewd, and explicit are definitions of drag shows, yes, not descriptions, they are. right? Yeah. Uh, and I, you, you wonder what he would have done if they wouldn't have. Uh, mm-hmm. So it, it, it takes some courage to stand up against these groups. Uh, but this, this gentleman is, uh, is doing it at uh, Tennessee Tech University. And sometimes that kind of courage, uh, sometimes that kind of courage uh, can be, uh, can uh, spread on September. So here's another one. Miami-Dade School Board, this is one of the five county school boards in Florida that flipped from left wing to right wing. Uh, under the uh, so uh, uh, Governor DeSantis, who's a stud, yeah, uh, endorsed thirty candidates on school boards, which needs to start happening. Yes. oh everywhere, and twenty-five of them won. It's amazing. Miami-Dade was one of the five counties. I mean, how, what's the population of Miami-Dade? It's got yeah. millions, oh, yeah. right? Uh, so Miami-Dade School Board overwhelmingly rejects proposal requiring recognition and observance of October as LGBTQ History Month. So uh, the LGBTQ guys, and they keep adding letters, uh, they said, hey, we want October as um, LGBT History Month, and you're going to do that, right? 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 Because that's what they do. They bully, Mm -hmm. and they they bully because it works. Everyone's afraid of them. Everyone cows. Well, the school board at Miami-Dade, Elections matter, Pastor. Yes, they do. You know what? A bunch of people went, uh, a bunch of moms and dads who are finding out what's going on in some of these schools, uh, in uh, just basically all the schools to some extent, um, went to the went to the voting booth and said, nope, yep. nope, we're not doing this anymore. And this needs to keep happening. So on September 7th, the Miami-Dade School Board, which oversees a school system with over – 331,000 wow. students. <laughs> That's a lot of students. And uh, held a public meeting at its headquarters in downtown Miami. So this is big city stuff, mm-hmm. right? Miami was bigger than our whole state. Over the course of six hours, various personalities and groups took turns expressing their support of criticisms for a proposal advanced by board member Lu- Lucia Baez Geller, who represents District 6, um, Geller's resolution, H11, if enacted, would have had the school board recognize and observe October 22 
as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and queer. History Month. Um, so the board voted. There's nine members of the board. Guess what the vote was? Hmm. You hate when I ask you I these do. <laughs> eight to one. Wow. I would have said five to yeah, four. Yeah, I didn't think it was going to be because that some of these, some of those five counties, there was wow. a squeaker. Eight to one. They said wow. no. So praise God for that. Um, so now listen to this. I'll do one more paragraph here, and we'll cut out. But part of the reason cited for voting down the proposal that was that it was likely in conflict with. Florida's Parental Rights and Education Bill. Hmm. So here's a bill that they passed in the legislature in Florida that Governor DeSantis signed, Elections Matter, Yes, that, that gave all these board members pause, and uh, they said, no, nah, we're not going to go there. Yeah. So they must, have, they must have passed a really strong uh, soji type mm-hmm. bill, which is a sexual orientation, gender identity bill, anti. These are uh, uh, that. So Florida, there, I, I know one of the senators down there just from. I don't know him well, but he's like, a, uh, he's like a just a amazing legislator. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's the type of guy who would make something like this happen. He's been around a long time down there, and those those Senate seats in those big states like that are. Uh, as big as a congressional seat or even bigger sometimes, mm-hmm. like in California yeah. where you lived, uh, those Senate seats, um, you know, can be a bigger deal in terms of size than running mm-hmm. for Congress. You run yep. for Congress, you're going to represent 600,000, 700,000 people, maybe five to 700,000 people, depending. Uh, but, uh, you know, these, these Senate seats. So anyway, they said no. It ain't going to happen. It's awesome. And, and there's some people standing up. Praise God for it. Well, courage is contagious. You know, when people start um, getting out of the echo chamber of the world, which, by the way, I think is smaller than a lot of people are, are led to believe it is, and start standing up and, and having a voice, other people see it, and they're like, hey, I can I can be courageous as well. And we need to. We need courage today. We absolutely need courage yeah. in a desperate way. So be courageous, God. Um, God will be with you. He said that to Joshua. Yeah, be he did. strong, very That's courageous. It. I'll be with you. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. I'm right yeah. there with you. And he told him another thing, love my law. Love my law. Yeah. There you go. All right, so, Tim, how much time we got? We have a couple minutes left. So we're going to cut out and uh, come back in for a, just a few minutes. You're listening to the Voice of Truth radio show with Mike Azinger and my sidekick, Pastor Brian Leverson. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Voice of Truth radio show. We just got like two minutes left uh, before the show's over. Thanks for tuning in, folks. It's been fun getting back in the saddle. I was gone for a month. I think we didn't do a show because yeah. I was sick, but uh, we're back. We're going to. We got time. Just uh, we we're going to do a show. We're going to do a story on um, implants into the hand. Like Revelation talks about, we're going to save that for next. You won't be here next week, <laughs> but Mark will do a great job. Mark with Deller that. will do it, and Tim Deller will do it. We'll talk about that maybe when you get back. Bill Federer on the fifth. Mm. Mark Deller the next two weeks. We're gonna we're gonna uh, yak on good stuff. He's always a great fill in. Louisville, let's do one quick feel good story. Louisville can't force Christian photographer to shoot same sex weddings. Federal court 
says, uh, Kentucky's largest city cannot punish a professional Christian photographer for refusing on religious grounds. We're winning these. We're winning the, the SEALs. Navy SEALs just won yes, one. Yes, they did. Uh, for refusing on religious grounds to photograph same-sex wedding ceremonies, a federal court has ruled. Good these, stuff. These should be, like, yeah. no-brainers. Good stuff. we got to – yeah. So, U.S. District Judge – Benjamin Beaton of the Western District of Kentucky. I'd like to know who appointed him. That's mm-hmm. what Molly's my first question. Yeah. Probably Trump or uh, maybe maybe Bush. Um, so he ruled Tuesday that Louisville could not enforce its LGBT non-discrimination ordinance. They mm-hmm. have a, a SOGI ordinance there, mm-hmm. these little devils. And uh, the judge said, no way, no can do here, baby. Good stuff. All right, folks, you're listening to the Voice of Truth radio show. We are done for the day. Thanks for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Hope you come back. And uh, what do we get? Thursdays at 5, Saturdays at 3, podcast at Voice of Truth with Mike Azinger. God bless you. Have a great day. I will choose to listen and-